fix everything in post. Fix it in post. <laughs> My very <laughs> favorite mantra. High tech post editing in which I click import right. and upload. Click a whole bunch of buttons and see what happens and then not understand what happens and then like think that it's okay. <laughs> Justify it being okay. Sounds great. Uh-huh. Welcome to Banter. The podcast. Do you still put our theme song on there? I did it once and then I didn't do it again. Uh-oh. I will try to do that more. Batman. I have a backlog of episodes I need to post. So, you know, that's good. President Obama's going to be so behind. I don't know. Our, our uh, current events topical references aren't going to be topical anymore. I don't know. All of our coverage of the day's news. I don't know. Mmm. Stravioli is great. Thank you. I'm a big fan. Mm-mm-mm. We haven't been using our biggest fan. I guess Tallman is borrowing our biggest fan. Because mm. his air conditioning is broken. Uh, still? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's been broken for months. Well, it was a very confusing, like, situation of how to fix it, and his warranty is terrible, and mm. everything's... And his fridge is broken, too. So he has no source of coolness at all. Oh, no. Yeah. How are they surviving? Uh, I mean, he basically is here. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Sure. No. Huh. Man, that's surprising. He's using the biggest fan. The biggest fan. Hey, Hooray. I had a bass lesson today. Teaching or learning? Someone was teaching me a bass lesson. Oh. So I can be better at the old basugula. Who's mom? Tell me who's teaching you? You don't know her. Oh. She's one of my musician friends okay. who's like classical musician friends. Cool, cool. So, was it like a bluegrass bass lesson or classic bass lesson? Um, it was more me just saying, "Hey, I feel like I'm doing this wrong. Am I doing this wrong? And if I am doing this wrong, how can I do it better and do it not wrong?" And she was like, "Yep, you're doing that wrong. Here, let me show you how to do it right." What have you been doing wrong? Bow hold mostly. Oh, cause like. Okay, the way that baseball... Okay, first of all, let's just put this out there. String instruments. Everybody always thinks that the left hand is the hardest part of string instruments. It is not. The bow is the fucking hardest part of any string instrument. And the bow hold is particularly crazy because it's like this weird system of like balancing it, but also applying pressure and also like... (sighs) It's just a lot. And so, like, I, being a violinist, was holding the bass bow like a violinist and, like, not putting the, like, like weight in the right mm. place. And, and for violin bows, you always lean away from you. You never lean towards you because the way that the violin bow is... If you were to lean it towards you, that puts your wrist at a really unnatural angle, whereas leaning away from you is more natural. Um, But with bass, like you have to lean towards yourself Mm -hmm. to play on the string better. And I didn't know that. So it's backwards from what I'm used to. Mm -hmm. And she like showed me how how to hold it correctly. And like, does it feel better? It does feel better. But what's weird about it, it feels different and it puts the pressure in a different place. Like I feel it in a different place in my hand, mm-hmm. which is just different. Mm-hmm. Cause previously I was feeling it more like across my knuckles and like in the palm of my hand because of the way I was like twisting. But now I'm feeling it like I'll go through my thumb. Oh, so Interesting. it's very different. Yeah. But it was good. Did she say that's how it's supposed to be? Mm-hmm. So? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And we talked about the ash shelf situation. Oh, what did she sit on? Like, where did she stand? 
she plays on a stool but she has like a really cushy mm-hmm. stool and she's like you got to get your cheeks even mm-hmm. and like try not to lean as much and your and my stool is probably too high for me mm-hmm. so i need to like i'm gonna actually buy a your stools too high for you mm-hmm. pam's stool is too high for me because i use your stool but i'm gonna buy an actual stool like with an adjustable with height. an adjustable height on it that's specifically for bass playing and i can use my stool yay oh, ho, ho. for all your stool of repentance needs yes that's the song title there's a scottish fiddle tune that we found called the stool of repentance but the anecdote that goes with the song is that the person sitting on the stool of repentance is not in fact that repentant at all that's right what mm-hmm. a twist <laughs> indeed <laughs> so yeah that was good why is my napkin so far away from me why is my napkin oh i said it i said a name for the first time oh Finally. Yours wasn't out. So we didn't eat last week. I'm vindicated. It only took like six episodes. Meow. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? End of story, end of podcast. <laughs> Shut it down. This has been a mini-sode. Banter. <laughs> I'm so excited oh, I'm that you're listening. Oh, yeah. So make sure. We're still recording. I'm so excited that you're listening to My Favorite Murder. It fills me with delight. It fills me with delight. I'm so glad. Hooray. Are you listening to it backwards? No. I'm listening to it from one forward. Yes. More logical. Hooray. But you don't need to do that for Jeannie to ride because it's just rambling anyway. But it's important to get the rambling in the right order. Is it? Because I feel like it's great. (laughs) How it is. You know, I never thought that I was the type of person who cared about that kind of shit, but apparently I am, am, but only in regards to podcasts because uh, Bucko is that way with albums, like music albums. Oh, like you have to listen to them in order? Listen to, have to listen to them all in order first before you can listen to even one song by itself. Like you have what to listen. What about the radio single? He, well, that's fine because it's a single. Okay. Like that's fine. Okay. But he listens to albums in order. And then he he also like does this thing where like he cannot just listen to part of the album. Like he has to listen to the whole album if he's going to listen to an album. Hmm. Like in one sitting. That's a lot. I know. That's at least a 35 minute time commitment. You can understand why records are his thing. Like. Because you can at least stop the flip. <laughs> no, but he'll. Oh, but like he has to flip it over and oh. listen to the other side. Like it's a whole. It's a whole wow. thing. But like because you can't really skip around on records. Right. Like he's very like. He's committed anyway. Yes. Mm-hmm. Funny. And it's funny. And I never thought I was like that. I was like, man, that's so weird. But apparently, I have very strong opinions about podcast order of episodes. For no good reason. I mean, there's not really... I don't know. I mean, for most podcasts, I would start at the beginning. Yeah. But this one, like, I started with a late one to sample it. Mm. And because there's no linear arc, Mm. like, I feel like it would not be a big deal if people listen to our podcast in out of order. Oh, I feel like they should listen to it in order to feel the growth. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we were just saying. How will they? I'm surprised by this opinion. I know. I know. (coughs) Yeah, I don't know. Parmesan cheese. Mm. You didn't get any parm for your stuff. I did not. I felt like it was cheesy enough. I guess it is cheese on the inside. Mm -hmm. Cheesy on the inside. Cheesy on the outside. That's how most people describe me. I also started to wolf it down like immediately as soon as you put it on my plate and left the room. I just like took like five big bites. <laughs> and then I noticed that there was Parmesan cheese. And I was like, I'm already committed. It's too late. I, I can't turn back. Indeed. Yeah. I still haven't drank the um, 
kom- is it kombucha or kombucha? Kombucha. They have not drunk the drink. Drinking. Drinking. Drunken. Drunk. Drunkado. <laughs> Drinking. Drinking. I've not drank in the kombucha <laughs> that we were given at the market. It's very good. I meant to, we were gonna, cause like Talman said he would sample it with me, cause he's not as scared of it. I don't think he's scared of it at all. You're scared of it? Well, I'm just afraid of like it having effects on my gut. They made the label seem like it would, but it definitely didn't. Okay. The label's very aggressive. I drank like all of it in one go and then read the label and was like, "Uh uh-oh. And then I was fine. Okay. Yeah. It's good. I like, I like kombucha a lot. I like, I like vinegary thing and sour things though. Mm. So if you don't like, like, do you you have, do you like sour beer? I'm here. No, I don't want to restart my computer. Got it. Looks like we're still recording. We're still recording. Good. Hooray. Hooray. Um... Ah, <laughs> jinx. No, we were gonna drink it yesterday, and then I we forgot. Mm. Do you like sour beers? No. You probably won't like kombucha. Uh, no. Do you have you had it before? No. Mm. So I my first time. Mm. If you don't like sour beers, you probably won't like kombucha. It's very much in that vein. Oh, uh, sour beers are the worst. I love sour beers. Yeah. It's almost like we're different people. Miami friends. <laughs> <laughs> this is an irreconcilable difference. I need to start talking into the mic, but it makes it hard to look down at my food. Oh, no. Um, yeah, it's been a little bit since we recorded. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Yeah, what's uh, happening in your life? Um, I'm really looking forward to my impending Canadian vacation. Yeah. Gonna go to the wilderness and learn all about fishing. Mm-hmm. Eating fish. Mm-hmm. Catching fish. Mm-hmm. And, uh, big flies and, uh, I mosquitoes, feel, apparently. Mm, I feel like I saw something maybe you posted or talked to me about, like, that you... Have you been fishing? I have not been fishing. Ever? I mean, like, I think once, sort of, when I was little. Mm. Like, not really. Okay. But I'm very excited. Yeah. It's, uh... I it's just peaceful. I'm, like, sitting in a boat. It's peaceful until you catch something. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm more into just like the sitting in a boat mm. in nature. Mm-hmm. I less care if I catch fish. Mm. Because I'm still like a little on the fence about like the humanity of fishing. And like, does it hurt? The yeah. Fish? So my thing is, and, and this is because I come from a very old school, like hunting family. My grandpa taught me to hunt, to fish. Um, my thing is, is that it's cruel. In my opinion, I think it's cruel to to catch and release. Because then you're, like, just unnecessarily torturing something. Right. And, like, my thing is, like, if you go fishing, if you catch it, you eat it. Mm-hmm. And, like... Yeah. And I believe the intent is for us to catch fish that we eat. But there is a fish that has very small bones, the northern pike, mm. that I believe they throw back. Just mm. It's too hard to get the bones out. Mm-hmm. But their intent is to get bass and walleye mm. for eating. And Talman knows how to, like, scale it and everything? Um, I believe Talman's father mm. handles the cleaning of the fish. Cool. Because that was another thing that, like... When you have a fish, you have to know what to do with it? Maybe it was slightly traumatizing of, like... It was, like, this nice family thing of, like, teaching us to, like, fish and, like, teaching us how to tie it on and, like, throw it in and, like, put the bait on and, like, all that shit. And then I caught my first fish. I was like, oh, it's a cute little fish. And then my grandpa was like, well, let me show you how to kill it. And, like, you take it and you, like, he had this, like, clipboard cutting board where you, like, clipboard it to the top of it and then fucking, like, chop the head and, like, get all the scales off and, like... It's very violent. Yeah, it seems a little gruesome. 
Well, it's delicious. You know, any any process of getting meat from yeah. a living creature is yeah gruesome. And uh, I had to watch. I had to watch him kill it and eat it, or kill it and scale it, because it was a thing of like, you're gonna learn. Like, you took this life. Like, this is your responsibility. So, like, you have to watch me kill this like fish. It's very parallel. <laughs> it very was. Yeah. The only episode I've seen, mm. but I get the parallel. Yes, it very much was. I mean, that's. I like. I feel like that's actually. I actually really appreciate that sentiment because yeah. it's like. Because like, if you don't have the stomach to do it right like, then don't fucking fish like no yeah i don't get sport Mm-mm. i mean like i understand the the appeal but i don't understand how hurting the fish outweighs like why that's less important than like oh i get to stand here by this water and yeah i don't know try my luck yeah. and honestly what was sometimes even more fun than like actually catching fish was catching other random shit yeah like tires and yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Catch me a 57 Chevy. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah, I like fishing, but I don't get to do it very much because I'm not going to fish unless I am going to commit to, like, kill it and eat it. Right. So. Yeah, so that's the whole thing, though, is every... All the dinners are fish. Mm. So. I mean, there's nothing better than fresh-caught fish. I don't think I've had fresh-caught fish. So good. Yummy. Yeah, so apparently I, uh, I, well, I guess you're, all or most of the dinners are fish, but I have also been tasked with, like, I have to do a meal at some point during the trip. Mm. Um, so I think I'm going to make Mexican mm. food, because if that's not, like, a staple mm-hmm. in our house, then that is a staple in my house. Mm-hmm. And if we do have fish, we can make, like, fish tacos. Mm-hmm. So it'd be, like, a slightly, slightly different preparation, but mm-hmm. still, like, can use the fish. And then if we don't have fish, we'll just make regular. How is Mexican food not a staple? Well, his family's German. Ah. So. Okay. They, they, like, schnitzel is a staple. Ah. Which is delicious. Yes, I love schnitzel. Different than Mexican food. I had schnitzel before I had, uh, uh, tenderloin. Mmm. Same thing. Yeah. And so then when I had tenderloin, I was like, oh, this is just schnitzel. Okay. <laughs> it's a really big, really big. Why are you making such a big deal out of tenderloin when, it, like, that has existed? For a long time. Right. <laughs> and was not invented here. Not at all. No. <laughs> That's cool. I feel like my go-to, like, at this point, my go-to meal, if I have to cook something for people, is falafel. Because they sell the box mix yeah. that's really easy. Mm-hmm. You've told me about that before. It's the best thing. I should make that for us some night. You should. Hmm. A long time since you've done the old cooking. Oh, save it. Save the ravioli. <laughs> That'll be a good sound bite. <laughs> me slurping in a ravioli. Mm-hmm. Yummy. Mm-hmm. Yay, you're eating all the meatballs. Yay. Even the floor one. It's good for my microbiome. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my friend who will never listen to this. <laughs> mm. I got splattered with a lot of garbage juice. Oh, no. Weekend. I mean, just like intermittent, but just like just a lot. Still recording? We are still recording. Yay. Just keep telling yourself it's good for your microbiome. You're going to be the healthiest motherfucker out there. Yep. Sorting garbage. It's a good living. So what else is happening in your life? Oh, gosh. I don't usually have to talk about two things in a row. I know. I'm um, eating, though. Okay, so was I. 
you actually you hardly ever finish before i know i was really i didn't really eat lunch today oh yeah you eat um i'm really excited to be almost wrapped up with this particular client yay so that should be wrapped up before i go on the canadian trip and then it's kind of exciting like after we get back from canada my life is a little bit of a blank slate yay and it's like i get to like really be strategic mm-hmm. about what i want to do because since i quit my job i had these two big clients mm-hmm. and just like had to focus 100 percent on doing stuff with them mm-hmm. but that contract is up in a week and a half yay and so like i'm excited about having like some good reflective time and nature mm-hmm. to like plan out what i want to focus on write a bunch of songs Oh, I hadn't, was not even thinking about band stuff at all, but maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, just plan out, like, what of my, like, online education, zero-waste stuff I want to do. Mm-hmm. And how do I want to ramp up, like, working with venues and caterers and mm-hmm. all Exciting. Yeah. Maybe I may not write songs, but I may conceive our variety show. Hooray. Yeah. Mm. Just imagine this podcast, plus you get to hear what we sound like as a band. Mm. And you get to see our faces in person mm-hmm. unless we record them and also release them, which I'm not sure. It depends on what our gags are. Hmm. Also, if we want to link it back to this podcast or not. Oh, yeah. We probably don't. Probably not. We probably won't be able to use our real names and faces. Probably. Well, or we could get gorilla masks. <laughs> we could do um the, uh, oh, God, what is that? What is that? Deaf Punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we have to get our own, like, shtick. Right. So, so sticks. <laughs> is what you're saying like just we dress up as twigs as, as sticks twigs. as sticks yeah Wait, I feel like That's, the sticks will be our stick 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 <laughs> stick stick uh i feel like we're not neither of us is tall enough to probably really pull off stick we're skinny though yeah but we would probably be like are you a toilet paper tube oh that's true are you a paper towel tube because we're real hu- human women with hips yep and our hashtag fight the patriarchy hashtag five four <laughs> <laughs> I really only have two inches on you because I'm five six. Oh no, I'm five three. I was trying to shoot the middle. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, man, I thought I was taller, more tall, uh, yeah. more tall, more than tall you. than you, more tall than you is. <gasps> okay. Yay! You're done eating, so you can talk now. Hooray! Hooray! Let me scoot in closer. So you're even more loud. Than From me? even more loud. Um, what should I talk about? What's going on in your life? Mm-hmm. How's your business? I'm just depressed about everything, is what's going on in my life. Oh. Um, it's okay. I, is the real estate thing hard still? It's hard still, and I also have been doing so many other things and, like, trying to wrap up other jobs and, like, quit other jobs that, like, I haven't really been able to super focus on it. And then my vacation happened, and that, like, threw me off, and, like, been trying to, like, scramble back from that, and, like, so... I've basically just been in like scramble mode for the past couple weeks of like, mm-hmm. I have to do all this shit. Mm-hmm. But as soon as June is over, yes, I will be in a much better place. Yeah. So July is looking good. But yeah, that'll be good. I'm very excited mm-hmm. to help you with anything I can help you with. Me too. Yay. I'm excited about that as well. And I realize I have some stuff in my basement mm. that like looked at or basement. touched since I moved in. So I should probably donate it to you. Basement stuff. Like I have a, <laughs> uh, like a, like a window lattice kind of, Ooh. like a six pane. Someone will like that. I, yeah. That I kept for like, for sure to be a craft project and I'm not going to do anything with it, but t- somebody totally would. I like I it. I had it in my headboard for a while, but I constructed it very poorly. <laughs> um, or like the fabric in it very poorly. 
poorly. Sure. No. Why? Don't move it any closer to your face. <laughs> I'm not. I, it was. It was loose. It was bothering me. I needed to. You're like tighten it. Must eat microphone. <laughs> I think I think previously you're right. Like you've had the loud one and I've had the soft one because I'm used to being like all crowded up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so it would be refreshing for our listeners mm. to be able to hear you. That I will shout at people this time. <laughs> you will be the comedy star. Hooray! Hooray! I think I might. Well, actually. I still need, I have two episodes still that I need to edit and put up. One of them being our solo one. Oh yeah, put it up. I know, but then I was listening to my part and I was like, I feel like my part is, I'm just mad. That's, you know, it's the human condition. Okay. I don't know. I thought I, I might edit out parts where I'm mad. Cause like I'm mad for a good, like 20 of the 30 minutes that I talked. (laughs) Mad about politics? Uh, trains. Mostly. Mad about trains. Oh, because, yeah, I talked about trains on mine, too. Oh, okay. Because you were, like... Yeah. You had mysteriously said, like, trains. Yeah, I was... And then I was like, what is that all about? And also, I was in a weird place because, like, I was so stressed out, and then that was right when my vacation started. Mm -hmm. So I hadn't had any vacation to, like, unstress me, Mm -hmm. and I was still, like, in stress mode, and so I was just like... "Ah!" So record this podcast. Right. And I think it'll be great. I I'm I'm concerned. I want to hear it. Well, I don't want to tag people in it. Tag who? Well, cuz we were going to like try to get some publicity for that episode? Yeah. Uh-oh. But I don't want to do that cuz I'm embarrassed cuz I'm so mad the whole time. Maybe I'll put post it. Maybe I'll put you first and then put me second and then uh, like nobody will listen that far. I hope because they'll be so enthralled by yours. I hope they just listen to your part. President Obama, you're listening all the way through to every episode, Please don't. Right? <laughs> no. No, you're going to think, making them think that the first 30 minutes of every episode is all they should listen to, and that is false. So we really get cranking. That's true. 30. With our riffing, we do get some good oh, yeah. material. Once the riff train gets rolling, that's what I should have talked about, riff trains. <laughs> that's true. The real trains moving this country along. <laughs> That's true. You should have. Oh, well. Did you know, did you ever see that thing about Amtrak hiring someone to be a writer and just like riding around a train for a year and like writing as they were on a train? Doesn't that sound fabulous? That's brilliant. I would love to do that. God, just, I love trains. I was on a train the other day in Indianapolis. Oh yeah. I saw your Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was like, are you doing this while you're driving? Cause it nope. seems like you're on a train, but why? How? I was on a train. There is a train in Indianapolis. Yeah. It is Where the it from people mover. What? Oh, and the, wait, the monorail? Mm-hmm. Over there? Uh, it goes from Methodist Hospital to IU Riley Hospital. Yeah. And so I had... An, Your video was from, like, not that angle. It was. Oh. So, like, Methodist Hospital is more, like, north of downtown. Mm-hmm. And so it goes all the way to Methodist Hospital. And so that was on the way back to Methodist Hospital. Hmm. So, yeah, I was uh, on a train, and it was great. Were you playing music at the hospital? Um, I had an appointment at one hospital, and then I went to the other one, and... I'm actually starting this really cool program where I'm teaching music lessons to kids who are on dialysis. Oh, yeah. I saw that. That's so cool. I'm really excited about it. Is it like a study? Um, no. Okay. It's just because kids on dialysis, like, they have to be there for such large amounts of times during the week that they, like, miss out on a lot of life activities. Mm. And most of them are from, like, lower socioeconomic. Might not have had piano lessons anyway. Right. And wouldn't be able to take lessons. So... Are you just doing piano or other types? Just piano. Um, But, yeah, it'll be really cool. I'm super excited about it. 
This is like the reason why I want to be a musician. And like, as a poor kid, like, that's great. Giving back. Right. Although I am getting paid for it. Well, yeah. <laughs> but still. It, By it, the hospital? No. Uh, we raised money for oh. people for it. Cool. And funneled it through a hospital foundation That's so that neat. it could be tax deductible. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm, I'm very excited. And I'm also like a little nervous because I have to do like some adaptive things for the kids because some of them have like their port in a place where like they can't use an arm. Mm-hmm. So I have to like figure out how to teach piano to one-handed, one-handed people. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. And some of them have like some, like one of them is at the mental level of like a five-year-old and like, that's fine. Cause like I teach young kids, but then mm-hmm. like making sure we can be adapted to her level and like keep her moving along mm-hmm. even when it gets complicated. How come so, yeah. So it'll be fun. I'm really excited. Yay. It's going to be the best about thing. Um, your Gen Con gig is a big deal. I know. It's the best. All four days? All four days. Oh my gosh. I'm playing a Gen Con. Do they give you a free badge for that? Get a free four day badge for it. No. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So I do have to buy a badge. Wait, so what hours are you playing? Uh, I'm playing from noon to two every day. Okay. So it won't interfere with our banding at Gen Con. No, but it would be right in the middle like if we were doing Saturday. Right. So you would have two hours to go hang out by yourself. Or you could cool. probably borrow some of my family members who will be there and like go hang out with my family. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> this is really no, it's okay. Didn't I? Uh, no, I understand. No. <laughs> I like your family, but I'll give you time to peruse all the cosplay stores. Mm. Yeah, that's which course that I would theoretically buy. We need to figure out our costume for our um, playing out on the so, street. Tallman and his uh, his kids were into the idea. Oh, okay. So we could think of a two man, three woman costume. Okay. If that were something where there's three adults and two smaller adults. Boy, that's hard. I mean, it's always hard. I know it really is. But I mean, pretty much any type of ensemble thing would work. That's true. I did like Futurama. Mm-hmm. I could always bring back something, but then that feels like cheating. No, we can't bring it back. We must proceed forward. <laughs> uh, I was excited, like, getting hired to play for Gen Con, and I already have so many costumes, yeah, so and it makes it easier. So are the other people going to wear costumes? Oh, yeah. Okay. They did last year. Good, good, good. I just They hired a different a different violinist. <laughs> so. Yeah. I've always thought we should, like... If- we're not. We're so. We're better than the people who play there. I'm gonna ask the guy who organized this and find out like how he organized it and see if we can get in on that. Yeah, because like we're better than a pirate band. Yes, we like, are. There's a place for pirate bands, but like there's also a place for us. That's true. And did you see that band that one year where it was like the Klingon people? No, they weren't very good. <laughs> see, it's like we have costumes and we sound good. I know. We're not one of these. Hashtag other. humble brag. Hashtag full package. <laughs> For booking, contact <laughs> bantertheepodcast at gmail.com. I was trying to make a joke about like full package, but we don't have any packages. Nope. Cause Just have bras for the boobs. <laughs> Hashtag boom bras. <laughs> for just packages. <laughs> yeah. Hot cross buns. Hot cross cross buns. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I like it. (coughs) Yeah, it'll be fun. Lots of cool stuff coming up. Yeah, I gotta get that badge. It's gonna sell out. I know, they really are gonna sell out. Well, and I was laughing because I was like, man, for once my procrastination like actually paid off because I didn't buy a badge. (laughs) 
Yeah, I would just wish that you could like sell them. I know. If, if like things didn't work out. I know. They're non-transferable. I know. We can't. It's foolish. Sully the integrity of a Gen Con badge. Never. <laughs> anyway. Um, it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah. So if you have ideas for oh, yeah. five person group cosplay costumes. Nerdy costumes. Yes. That uh, aren't too revealing. Yeah, not too revealing because there'll be a children. 12 year old and 14 year old. And also we are a family friendly band. I thought you were going to say also we're sensitive or something like that. And no. I was like, what? <laughs> also, you know, we are delicate Delicate flowers. Delicate sensibility. That's right. You know us. I really wish I could have burped right then. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have one loaded and ready to go. Shoot. Damn. Always got to have one loaded and ready. How many got times do we have to talk about this? <laughs> Always be ready. Always be burping. <laughs> <laughs> the ABBs of podcasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, speaking of always. Which is also our bra size, right? ABB. ABB. <laughs> That's not a real nope. bra size for all you males listening. Nor would it be one I would fit into. <laughs> Likewise. A minus minus? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Um, speaking of always being closing, I watched the Boss Baby recently because I realized that like... Why? Well, because I love Alec Baldwin, number one. So I was... It, it, Alan Baldwin? Alec Baldwin. Alec. I was like, who is this? Alan. Who's <laughs> Alan? I've not heard of that Baldwin. <laughs> hmm. Um... And because I realized that, like, kids' movies are the right movies to have on if I want to, like, watch TV and work at the same time. Oh, that makes sense. Because um, if it's a grown-up movie, I get, like, too enthralled. And, like, if it's TV, I get too enthralled. Right. Um, but a kids' movie, I can, like, enjoy. That's how I watch Moana. And Moana mm. is so great. Uh. Hey, there it is. About time. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Boss Baby was a little disappointing because it's not enough about the Boss Baby. Ah. It's about his brother way too much. And I just want it to be just two hours of a baby voiced by Alec Baldwin saying different things like that he would say to Liz Lemon. That's basically what I want. And that's not what it is. Damn. I know. You should write a letter. To Alec Baldwin? Alec Baldwin. (laughs) Dear Alec Baldwin. I was disappointed by the lack of leadership that you demonstrated in Boss Baby. (laughs) Why? Question mark. Why? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I like kids' movies. I really want to go see The Incredibles 2. I forgot that that was a thing. Yeah. And, like, I was oddly, like, I saw the commercial and I was like, oh, I could do without seeing that. And I'm not sure why, because I loved Incredibles 1. I also, I really want to see it, but I also don't want to go to a movie theater for a kid's movie. Oh, yeah. Because that sounds like. Maybe that's why. A nightmare. Like, if it ends up on Netflix, I'll watch it. Yeah. It probably will. Things get on Netflix so fucking fast nowadays. Coco is on Netflix. I haven't watched that. Me neither. Hmm. I, I was, Let's I watch it right now on uh, the podcast. Live riffing track. <laughs> Wasn't that our original? Oh, it was the Lifetime movies. That's no, cool. uh, Hallmark movies. Hallmark movies. Totally different That's different right. Yeah, yeah. Less trauma, more right. Prince Santa. <laughs> Hocus hot Jewish Santa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got it. Uh, yeah. Call back. <laughs> I still think that's a that's a good tangential podcast idea. I think so too. I think it would be good. Hey, you want to draw a topic, or do you have do. more to talk about? No, nope, my life is just emptying out by the day. I may make another vodka ulnar. Why can I not Al- say? I can't Al-Nerd say it. Plumber? I can't say it today. Arnold. 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 Plumber. Arnold Plummer. Go for it. Arnold Arnold Plummer. You probably finished the vodka too. You're okay. just finishing all my booze. Hey. But if you don't finish it, give me the rest of it. Okay, let's have it. Bees. Hey, finally. 
You should have written bees? 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 I hope that they can't hear me and it's just you repeatedly saying into the mic bees. I think it probably bees? is. Bees? Bees? Uh, not Pam's very far from the microphone because she's fixing a drink. Drank. Uh, the topic we've selected is bees, or as you uh, may be familiar with it as bees. Oh, yep. And uh, not Pam's drink finishing all my bottles of booze today. That's number two. I had trickles left of all of them. And uh, bees, but that's really your topic, so I have to wait until you come back to the microphone. Is that the knife? Uh, no. Well, I think it's sitting on top of the orange thing in the sink. Or no, I, I uh, dried it off and put it away, so it's in the drawer. It's still the same knife. How do I know it's the same knife? All the knives are the same. I wanted to use that specifically. Well, no one can hear you, so it doesn't matter what you want. <laughs> bees. Bees. What should I talk about bees? Uh, you are the only one who knows anything about bees. Where should I start? The beginning. When were bees invented? Bees were invented in the 1940s. Oh, I thought they more originated in like the gangs of New York. <laughs> no, tiny it actually workers. came through uh, uh, the musical scene. The Bee Gees. Have you heard of them? Oh, they actually were the founding fathers of bees, as it were. The Bee Gees of 1970s disco. Fame? Yeah, they actually started in the 40s. Little oh. known fact. As babies. Yes. Babies. Babies. Baby Bee Gees. I see right. the connection now. I see. I see it now. <laughs> so yeah. Yep. And they, uh, because they were babies, they were wearing striped clothing, like PJs, like baby PJs. Yeah. And so that's where the stripes came oh, from. Okay. Yeah. So. And, uh, and they had also a lot where, of. Like the fluffiness came from. Yeah. Babies. Yeah. Babies. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. So. Where did the honey thing come from? A lot of mucus. What's <laughs> <was> happening? <laughs> Just a lot honey, of mucus. Is honey bee mucus? Uh, or is that a myth? It's not mucus. So they basically like process it by like, it's basically bee vomit. Mm. So it's not mucus, it's vomit, which I guess is better. I knew that. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, I need some ice. You know yeah. anymore? Yeah. I think one or two cubicles left. Now Pam is very needy with this drink. I'm going to drink all your alcohol. I'm going to eat all your ice. Okay, now I'm back for real. So the Bee Gees came along and yep. were like, we should have these insects that throw up things that we eat. Uh-huh. As, ba- as in- infants themselves. Yes. Um, Infant inventors. Right. The original Boss Baby. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> boss Baby Bee Gees. Actually, okay, so beekeeping is really interesting because it is actually the oldest recorded form of agriculture and like animal human like relationship oh. in history was oh. beekeeping, really? which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and it's like, unlike a lot of human animal animal like relationships, it's actually really symbiotic. And it always has been because like, if you are shitty to your bees, they will die or leave you. So like, you can't really be shitty to your bees or they just are gone. Right. So it has become like a really big like. But like, what do the bees get out of it, even if you're not? to them. Right. So what bees get out of it is actually security. Oh, okay. Because this sounds like an abusive relationship. Tell me more. Um, because in nature, bees are reliant on finding a good place to put their hives. So like hollow trees, um, you know. Old wasps. Old. So right. Mostly, mostly trees. Oh, yeah. Mostly hollowed out trees. And that's not very. Common. Right. Yeah. And it's not super like safe because mm. there's a lot of moisture and there's a lot of like. 
animals that get into it. And so having a beekeeper who gives you a nice little box, like that's actually a really secure environment. Mm -hmm. And so they can thrive a lot more. Um, obviously they can't thrive in nature. They survived for lots of years, but at least seven years, at least seven. So still recording. Yay. So it's just super fascinating to me. Like this is one of the oldest, like agricultural, the oldest profession, old, one of the oldest <laughs> professions. Yeah. Keeping in prostitution. It, it really, it really is. And so it's super, it's super interesting. And, and there really have not been a ton of like advances in beekeeping it's pretty similar to how it used to be i mean we've changed from having like skeps they called it you know those like rounded pictures of beehives that you see a lot oh yeah where it's like the little like 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 it's stereotypical beehive yes okay so those are skeps um and that's how what first started beekeeping (laughs) but that's actually it's hard to get the honey out of that Mm -hmm. and so then this guy named langstroth came along and was like i'm gonna make something better and he basically made cartridges yes he made like a filing cabinet for bees Mm -hmm. and so um, that became the thing. And then there's a thing called a top bar hive, um, which is look, basically looks like a trough. And it's supposed to be better for the bees. Um, but there's a lot of debate whether a Langstroth hive or a top bar hive is better. I use the Langstroth hive. Uh, I don't really know. It's fine. How are so. your bee babies doing this year? They seem to be doing really well. Um, I had two hives and then <sighs> when I was installing one of the packages... I so it's really interesting because it comes so you can get bees two ways you can get what's called a nucleus which is basically a mini hive that you get a box that has five like frames of honey in it and it's a bunch of bees in there and it's a queen and her babies so they're all related so they know each other already mm-hmm. so to install that one all you have to do is like smoke them a little bit and then like put the take the filing cabinet things out of their little cardboard box and put them in your hive uh-huh. but they're more expensive. Mm. So I got a package of bees, which is just like a little like screened in box that just has fucking thousands of bees in it. Like live bees. Live bees. And they're not they don't enjoy being they in do there. not like being in there. And they're not related to each other either. So they don't oh. they like they're fine with each other, but they're not related to the queen. Oh. Which is the problem. Oh. And so so you've got this box with a shit ton of bees in it. Stranger bees. Stranger bees. And then you have a the less popular Netflix show. Right. <laughs> um, More popular. <laughs> and then you have a miniature cage inside of the cage that has a queen, that has a queen in it. Because if you did, if she wasn't in a queen in the cage, they would sting her to death oh, because wow. they don't recognize her. Wait, but so like, how is that supposed to get fixed in the hive? Well, funny you should say that. So. Then what you do is you take the little queen cage and you it's got a cork in it mm-hmm. and you pry the cork out and you stick a marshmallow in instead. And then you put that in the hive and you dump all the bees on top of her and like shake them out into the hive. Then the bees will eat the, the marshmallow out of it. And by the time that they've eaten the marshmallow and she is able to escape, they will have acclimated to her pheromones and they'll accept her as their queen. Oh, wow. Because they need like a certain amount of time of like smelling her pheromones to be like, oh, yeah, OK, we want to fuck you and have babies with you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So 
one of my hives smoothly. Yes. So one of my hives went perfectly fine. The first one I did went great. You know, got it in there. It was perfect. The second hive, because I you have to wear beekeeping gloves that are made out of leather, they're hard to like navigate. And so I was holding the queen cage and I went to pop the cork out. And you have to like pop the cork out and then stick the marshmallow in really fast. Uh-huh. So I popped the cork out and went to stick the marshmallow in, but she got out. Oh no. So she disappeared and I didn't see where she went. So I couldn't grab her and put her back in the hive. And so I just kind of like dubbed everyone in the hive and was like, well, hopefully she ends up in there. I don't, I don't know. Oh, and she never found her way back. Well, I don't know because that hive just kind of like dissipated and like uh. they never really took hold. So I don't think she found her way back or she just died or they killed her because they weren't used to her. But I think what happened to all the bees that I dumped into that hive is they like drifted to the other hive. So now I have one really strong hive that has a shit ton of bees in it, which is fine. Yeah. Because the point of having like two hives is so that you can compare and see if one is doing better than the other and like know what's normal or not. So like you don't really need two hives. I wanted two hives, but it's fine. So I have one like super hive right now. Super hive. But I got the first bit of uh, honey out of it. Yeah. And it's real good. Yay. Just a little bit so like you have to the bees are very industrious and so they will build like extra comb places you don't want it to Mm -hmm. so when you inspect it you have to like scrape that comb out and be like hey quit doing that like stop doing that and so then you have like honeycomb that you just scraped off because they were building it somewhere you didn't want them Uh to build it like can you eat that yep yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah it's cool I love my bees. I love bees so much. Bee babies. I think my next tattoo is going to be of a bee. Yay. So. Bees. I think it's going to be like a bee and then some sort of like Indiana native flower. Mm. Or something. What if the bee is pollinating the yes. Indiana Yes. Well, that's the idea. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, yeah. The other thing that I... Okay, there's two bee things that I love. First I think I've all, told you these. sense of humor. <laughs> And they're just so handsome. <laughs> Your har- vocal harmonies are tight. That's right. There's actually a lot of things I like about bees. Uh, they communicate by dancing. Yes. Waggle dances is what it's called. Waggle. Waggle. And there's been studies done that show that they can transfer, they can like tell another bee where something is up oh, to yeah. 10 miles away. Yeah. By dancing at them. They can tell them where it is. And you waggle to the left and then you waggle to the right. It's crazy. Like about seven kilometers down the road. <laughs> the other thing, um, I told you the beekeeping lore before, right? We're like, okay, if your beekeeper dies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So if you die, if you're a beekeeper and you die, then somebody after you, they have to, they have to cover up all the hives and then they have to take the bees and offering and be like, will you please accept me as your new beekeeper? Like your beekeeper is dead. Like he's gone. You know, I'm bringing you this offering out of the goodness of my heart to show you that I mean no ill will. What sort of offering do bees like? Uh, sugar water. Okay. So nothing too complex. <laughs> nothing too hard. Um, and then, uh, if you do that, then they'll accept you as their new beekeeper. If you don't, they'll leave. Mm. So supposedly I like that bee lore. Mm-hmm. I also like that. Um, whenever you see a honeybee out and about buzzing around, that's probably a female because they are a matriarchal and female driven society in which the females do all the work and get all the credit for it. And the males just exist to have sex with the queen and then they die. Amen. <laughs> Sorry. As it should be. As, As it, it sh- was in the beginning. So it shall be. So it shall be. In the end. Me. <laughs> I also like all the puns that happen with bees. It's mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. My babies. I like 
baby bee. My baby bee. Baby bee jeez. Baby bee jeez. I'm envisioning like tiny fuzzy bee bodies, but with like the heads of actual bee jeez on them. <laughs> Just making like really high pitched buzzing sounds as they're like bee. Like chipmunk version, but B. Not unlike their normal music. Yes. Mm-hmm. Quite. Quite. So, yeah. Mm. Bees. Bees. They're great. Save the bees. Um, also, be sure to look up Be-sure. whatever. Be-sure. That's like um, from Babe. <laughs> Ba-ram you. Your sheep, your fleece, your clan be true. I know the whole thing. It's fine. My, gran- cool. my grandparents only had like two videos. Mm-hmm. Babe the Pig and It Takes Two by Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Another classic. Yes. I'm going to play some Chapin. That's how I thought Chopin was pronounced for many years. It is not. Well, now I know. Chopin. Stupid French. Yep. I feel like I've said that before on this podcast. <laughs> Please, if you're French, don't take not Pam's opinion too seriously. I mean, She's I just... She's like an ignorant American... I just can't get over of Europe. when I was staying with French host families, like you try to like make small talk and like, be like, hey, tell me something to say in French, like teach me something in French. And then whenever I would like try to like speak French or like say anything in French, they would just laugh at me and say, ha, you sound like a German. I'm like, OK, I don't know why this is funny. I'm 16 years old. Stop making fun of me for trying to speak your language when I don't know anything about it. And like, you're just laughing at me and calling me German. What sample size is that based on? Uh, like three or four times that happens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Maybe just, you really sound like a German. I might. I don't know. Maybe you have an uncanny accent that more than one person picked up on. I really like German is the thing. And I think I took I took like a tiny bit of German before I went. And so I think like because we stayed in Germany, too. Uh, so I think I was very much like mixing your pronunciation. Yeah. Yeah. But French is so stupid because like there's so <laughs> many letters that you don't say. And then like it's all like like not nah. like English. <sighs> it's also dumb. But English is dumb. I will give you that. that that's actually very true. But like French is probably easier and has less <laughs> word letters you don't say. I don't know. I just no. enough. Yeah. Trough. I mean, I know that English Bow. is dumb. Those are probably all French derivatives. <laughs> all words end in the same letters, and none of them are pronounced the same. Whatever. I hate French. I like German a lot. Pumplemousse. That's yeah, my favorite German word. Pineapple? Grapefruit. Oh. <laughs> For whatever reason. Oh. Still recording. Hooray. Look at us go. Look at us go. Um, oh, I wanted to talk about uh, another animal agriculture thing. Oh, quick thing about bees, though. Yes. Be sure to check the pesticides that you're using on your garden and see if they contain neonicotinoids. Oh, yes. Because those are really bad for bees. So if you just Google, like, name of weed killer neonicotinoid, question mark, it'll tell yeah. you. Yeah. I don't think that tip is super helpful in a verbal <laughs> sense. I know. Neonicotinoid is spelled really weird. But if you're going to use a pesticide, which you really shouldn't because it changes, it hurts bees and it also hurts, like, changes your soil and, like, it's not great. Yeah, but okay, maybe Google, like, does blank harm bees. Yes. Roundup is actually the least bad of all of them. Oh. Found that out. So, like, use Roundup, I guess, if you have to, but really you should, shouldn't use pesticides. Weed. Yeah. Or you can use vinegar. Oh. Vinegar on your weeds and it'll kill it. Just pour some vinegar on it. Now, would that ask, would that kill your other plants if you got some on it? Um, I don't know. 
Look it up online. It's one of those like country tips from one of my country living mm-hmm. books. So like that would not be tailored to any particular type of plant. No, but just look it up online. Just look for like how to get rid of weeds without chemicals and then it'll tell you and it'll be fine. Or you could just pull it out of the ground. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah. Um, so we were watching another episode of Planet Earth 2. I love the planet Earth. It's so great. Oh. Um, we were watching Grasslands. Ooh. And there are these ants that cut down pieces of the grass, not because they can eat them, but they they cut down like is it big, the is it the parasite that like gets in their brains? No. Oh. Uh, big pieces of grass, you know, like ten times longer than they are. Mm-hmm. The ants are the bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, and they carry back to their hive, and they. There they cut it into smaller pieces and they place it inside a fungus. Ah. Because, so the ants can't eat the grass, but the ants eat the fungus. Mm. So this is like literally ants having agriculture. That's so cool. Right? I like that like, a lot. I'm sure it's all instinctive. It's yeah. Animal, like some yeah. sort of just chemical yeah. signals that get them yeah. to do that. But like, it blew our minds. We're like, what ant? These... These ants are growing a crop That's of so cool. fungus using That's really cool. grass as the feed. I like that. What? Have you ever read The Once and Future King by E.B. White, the same person who read, who wrote Charlie's Web? I have not. It's so good. Um, no, it is it's not a, interested. There's a very tangential part because The Once and Future King is about Merlin, the wizard, mm-hmm. but like him as a kid mm-hmm. and like or something. I don't really remember. Arthur, Arthur, King Arthur. Right. Him as a kid. Okay. And like Merlin is like his tutor. Yeah. And so Merlin like turns him into different animals to like learn lessons about oh. shit. And he gets turned into an ant. And like that whole chapter about him being an ant was just like, I don't know. It was cool. It was very what interesting. Was about it? I don't know. Just like the way they described being an ant and kind of what you're talking about of just being like, they described it as kind of being like, um, like a battalion under a leader that like sends out and like functioning as like fingers on a hand yeah, instead like of fun- a unit, right being a, being a unit and not being an individual yeah. yeah and just the way that that was conveyed and That's so fascinating it was very interesting mm. also there's also a short story by Isaac Asimov in which they deal with that mm. because there's like these five robots that are built to operate as a unit yes I think I read yes. it. was it in the first I robot that sounds familiar maybe it might have been but yeah that's a good short story too Isaac Asimov. Oh, talk about hot, hot Jewish Santa. <laughs> I should download mm. some more robot stories to read on my vacation. Yes, 100%. Oh, I love the robot stories. They're so good. They're very good. I love Isaac Asimov. I think probably, let's see. Isaac Asimov is great. I'm trying to think of other, I feel like one of his other robot books like short story books is really good. The ones that have the two guys who like figure out problems with robots are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So bees, robots. Asimov. Asimov. Ants. Yes. Learn it. Love it. Bee it. Bee it. <laughs> bee it. Baby bee it. Yeah. Cool. That was a good topic. Yay. Anything bees. else about bees? I'm done I'm missing? bees. I'm over it. Oh no. Okay. Pick another, yeah, I pick, mm. pick bees. Ooh, I get to pick one. How are we doing? We're almost done. We're almost oh. out of time. 
Where are we at? Oh, that one's too good. I need to save this one. Save it for when we hit a point. Yeah. Pick a crappy one. Uh, this goes well with our political uh, rantings. Too, too depressing? No, go for it. How terrible banks are. Oh, banks are the worst. They're the fucking worst. Oh, my God. And didn't Trump just appoint one of his cronies to CFPB? Probably. I think that's a thing. Um, yeah, banks are the fucking worst. I found this out from researching... Um, I was trying to find banks for my business and then it turns out that just like every bank is terrible and funds like oil and war and arms dealing and like terrible fucking things and like oil pipelines and like banks are literally the devil themselves himself it's just funding everything that we don't want funding. yeah and it's just like taking people's money and like putting them to things and then you can't even like find out what your bank is funding Mm -hmm. like it's so fucking hard to find out like what your money is going to like ah how did ah where where did you go for this kind of information because i don't even know where to look i just googled on the internet the old internet machine was like i forget it was probably something dumb it's probably like not terrible banks no you know what i looked up i looked up um banks that don't support big oil Mm. and then i found some resources on like here's some and there's aren't there aren't a lot really there are like very few banks that don't contribute to big oil there's like an online bank in colorado called aspire Mm. that is environmentally focused but they only had personal accounts they didn't have Mm. business accounts and then there's actually a really cool bank i think it's called oh no i think it's called the united bank (laughs) first united but it's a black owned the first black owned and run bank okay it's all online is that what you ended up using that's what i'm going to i need to call them an open account but they're all about like whatever profits they make get reinvested into minority communities to do like community programs and like it's all about taking the economic power back and like well not even back since they never really fucking had it in the first place but it's just like we need to like get economic power on our side because like we've been traditionally disenfranchised and like Mm -hmm. you know disadvantaged and like we need to like consolidate our efforts so it's a really cool bank and like that's awesome but sadly there's like only a couple so yeah check your bank see uh what your money is actually going to because it's probably funding terrible terrible things which is depressing it makes me wish i had actually done some research i have, I have a credit union i don't know if that's different. credit unions are actually typically better because they're member owned mm-hmm. and like, so our members have voted to support right so you have to look and see what the individual like credit union, credit union supports but most of them most of the individual like member run credit unions like they actually do support like more community efforts instead of supporting like big corporate big corporate interests yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, banks are terrible. I didn't know. Um, everything is terrible, and we're all gonna die eventually. Hey, hey, <laughs> Yeah, you. Uh, that was what struck me with the the song. You were oh yes this week. Yes, really gotta stop talking about dying in the songs. I mean, it's a little. It's a little much. It's a little much. It's fine. It's like <laughs> the song is like going through. It's like yeah, yeah, and then it's like we're all gonna die. I was like okay. <laughs> It's not the too first, much. Too much. The first song you said that in, so I get your theme here. But yeah, it's fine. One song where we say it's probably enough. Uh, my grandma is super excited to hear our originals. Oh, I'm so excited. To also, go did you ever listen to the mixes and like have any feedback? I did. I didn't have any feedback except the bathroom echoey shit is weird. Oh yeah. Okay. So that was my only feedback. I agreed okay. with your 
assessment. Okay. Because he, yeah, he made more mixes and then... He made more? I don't think well, I listened to the more. Well, he, he fixed the things that I told him to. And I think two were good. And I think two were still a little heavy on bass. Mm. But Heavy on bass? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. But so maybe maybe revisit. Okay. I will go revisit the folder. Okay. Thanks. Cool. And we can get one of them pressed for my grandma. Hey. I'm so excited to go play for her. Yay. Pam's grandma is like the loveliest human being in the entire world. She really is. She's just a gem of a human. Mm-hmm. And I've decided that she is my grandmother as well. She's everyone's grandma. She's everyone's grandma. She's your grandma too. That's right. She's just lovely human. Mm-hmm. So. It's so great to talk to her. We're going to go drive to her nursing home. Retirement center? Assisted living. Assisted living center. And play for her. During lunch. And her yeah. all her little friends. Oh, I love that. Yep. And then we can have a nice visit with her afterwards. Aw, we'll she's so great. We'll figure out if we can ride together or not. It depends on the drum situation. We had, we fit the Belinda and your drum in your car. Oh. After. After the thing. The yes. thing. Yeah, we just have to remember how we did it. The, what was that? Art fair? The art fair, yeah. Yeah. That we played? So it does fit. Okay. Yeah, I can remember how we did that. I think I had to bring the stool, but hopefully if I've bought my new bass stool by then that folds. It'll also, it's like a one-hour gig tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It'll be fine. I'll just stand up. Oh, that's true. But I <laughs> for playing tambourine and turning pages. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. to sit for that. Yeah. Anyway, we'll figure it out. This is very good end of a podcasting conversation. We wanted to leave you on a high note of <laughs> band logistics. <laughs> Everyone really wants to hear this. I, I mean, know that's what they tune. They're like, you know, it's a band. I want to be reminded. That it's I a just want to like hear them talk about very specific things they have Let's to do. Let's talk about chords that we yeah. need. C <laughs> major seven. Roll them. No. Yeah. Oh no, I was talking about like patch chords. Oh, <laughs> even less interesting <laughs> than musical chords. Got it. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Where are we at? Right. We're at 57 minutes. Woo! That's the perfect length. Hey! Three minutes of your life back. World. All right. You're you- welcome. <laughs> Bye. A- a- amen. Amen. <laughs> Bye.